0: Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. I'm coming back at you on a Sunday like I should be, but you know what that means. It means that I and a lot of you have to go back to work tomorrow, so that fucking blows. I am not looking forward to it because I know that even though I spent all day sleeping today, as soon as I go to sleep and wake up for work tomorrow, I'm going to be fucking tired. It doesn't matter what time I go to sleep today. I could have gone to sleep, what, what time is it? 10.05, 10.05, I could have gone to sleep an hour ago and still waking up at 5 a.m. I'm going to be groggy. I'm going to be tired. My body's going to be telling me, hit snooze, bro. Take a 10-minute take break. Hit snooze. Nine minutes, whatever it is. And uh, I know that that just leads to nothing but bad shit. I, I mean, I used to, when I was in high school, getting ready in the morning, shit like that, I used to lay around for 20 minutes in bed just to lay there. But at this point, I've cut out all that bullshit <laughs> out of my schedule when it comes to my routine and getting up and getting ready. I, I've i got it set, my alarm goes off, I get the fuck up, get dressed, make breakfast, brush my teeth, smoke, and then go, and that's it. That's um no, there is no nonsense in that schedule. And it works out pretty good, so. Why am I talking about that? I don't fucking know. If I turn around, I see Samson. One of our three cats laying on this couch. The uh, Each each individual seat in the couch, like uh, you can press the button on it and the bottom part that your feet rest on will lift up and it'll extend. And the chair's been like that all day and he's been sitting in the same fucking spot, the same curled up ball all day. And I can't really get on his ass because I've been doing the same shit pretty much. I've always said, you know, if I... If I could come back at, as any animal, it'd probably be a cat. This is this is like my spirit animal right here. Just napping and chilling. And you can pet him, but if you pet him too long, he'll get pissed off and he'll start to, you know, swat at you. That's me, in essence. Kind of jealous, because he just gets to keep doing it every day. That is his life. He get, gets fed, gets let outside, he gets to come back in and go to sleep. And then he gets to go outside again. Like, I... I can't find any issues with that existence, can find some issues with my existence, like uh, do not have a fucking car yet, (laughs) yep, still hasn't fucking moved, Um, mom was out of town this week, like you may have heard on the last episode of the pod, so I've been driving her car around this week, which actually, is not that bad, man, it just took like Five ten minutes of me driving it to realize that I learned how to drive in the car, so uh, it's not that big of a deal driving it around. And it's actually, I feel like I park a little bit better in, in that car in most instances. Some about SUVs, you can kind of whip them around as long as there's like, like if you're pulling if you're pulling into a space right, and you start by pulling, turning to the right and kind of in between two spaces. You can whip that bitch around into the the original space you're aiming for as long as, like, there's not another car in that space that you use to maneuver. And a a Mustang, I feel like I kind of just got to line it up there, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I don't know. But I will say there's been one instance that, well, so so I pulled up at Sonic, right? No one was um, making dinner one day or some shit. I don't know. What I do know is on the app I had... um, there was a reward for 99 cent um chili cheese fries or chili cheese tots or whatever so i was like oh yeah i'm going to fucking i'm going to take you up on that offer kind sir so i put it in the app pulled up and i had it set so that it would be ready as soon as i pulled up you know they they let you pick what time so i pull up in mom's suv and i had already thought about this ahead of time uh you you got to pull into one of the one of the fucking slots they, they have, you've been to Sonic, right? It's a, it's a car hot place. They've got all these little um, slots for your car to pull into, and then they've got a booth. Is that it? They've got all these slots for your car to pull into, and then there's the thing on the left that you hit the big red button, then you make your order. Well, I pull into one, but I don't pull in all the way because I, I as you may have heard in the past, I'm already very, have very poor spatial awareness when it comes to my car that I own that I've been driving for three or four years. So when it comes to my mom's SUV that's bigger that I have not been, that I do not have such experience with, uh, I didn't want to hit it on the thing to the left of me or the thing to the right of me. So I only kind of half ass pulled into this bitch, which is okay in my opinion, because I didn't need to hit the red button. And the the traffic for Sonic is always one way. Like there will never be anyone coming out of the side of the Sonic that I just entered. That's an uh, entrance, and then you go in and around and out. So, I really didn't see, it. There, there, I wasn't making an issue, I really wasn't, so I was parked in that bitch, kind of half-assed, whatever. I put on the app, oh, I'm installed 24, and then it said someone is on their way to bring you bring you your order. Cool, right? That's all I need to do. I sit there for a second, and I, I'm, I'm normally pretty vigilant, so as soon as the dude walks up to the car, I roll the window down. But my mom's I'm not going to lie, my mom's windows are a little slower than mine. No big deal, right? So I'm Hey, how's it going? dude said, "Hey, how's it going? My name's Cody and uh thank you for choosing Sonic." blah 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 blah. blah. Like he's got this whole script that he just fucking memorized before he walked out like it's 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 taped to the door or some shit. He's like all right, welcome to Cody minute, Sonic. Thank you for choosing. All right, let's go. Let's go. And he ran out and had to say it to me before he forgot it. And I was like, "All right, thank you." You know, I wasn't being a dick or whatever. I was like, "All right, thank you." You know, thank you. He handed me my food, and he's like, "Is there anything else I can get you?" I said, "Nope, you have a good one." And he said, "Okay," and kind of looked at me. And this dude, let me go ahead and describe what he looked like. He was a white dude, pretty skinny. He looked like he looked like he was. Out of high school, like he was old enough to be 21, 23, but at the same time, he looked like the administrator, the principal or whatever, had pulled him into his office and made him shave that this morning. Like, that's the kind of facial shit that he was rocking. And then he had some really long hair, so I don't really know. Maybe Sonic is pretty strict with their facial hair policy, and they made him shave. Either way, that's what this dude looked like. He looked like, you know, he had to, excuse me, I had to burp. Looks like he had to do some shit he didn't want to do to be in this job today. And so he, he said, can I get you anything else? Can I get you anything else? I was like, nah, thank you. That That's it. And I felt like this dude was laying it on a little thick for it being a fucking Sonic. But whatever. you know. Take pride in your work. Have a, have a good day. Whatever. And so he started to walk away. And then I start to roll the window up, which, like I said, it's a slower window than I'm used to. And um, as, I, as the window gets to, like, about three-fourths of the way rolled up, he he yells out like, "Nice parking job!" Boo-boo. I didn't hear the last part because the window f- fucking finished rolling up. So I just heard "Nice parking job." Does the sound of the window closing. And see, I had two choices at this moment, maybe three. All right, I'll, I'll explain the first two and see if a third one comes up to me. Choice number one. This is like fully committing. This is like I'm gonna do something we're starting an issue right now. All right. Choice number 1. That window is going to be too slow to roll down for me to say some shit back. So I I open the door, get out. And say, what was that, Cody? Nice fucking 850 an hour, bro. Some shit, like start start a conflict. The only thing about that is if I open the driver's side door, that's basically me saying that I'm hopping out to get into a fight. Or at least I feel like. Like if I talk some shit to someone and they open their driver door, I got I to gotta start stepping one way or the other. I got to start moving towards him like I'm going to fight him, or I got to start, like, getting out the way and, like, getting out that situation, uh, thinking from his perspective. So that would have been the um, much more confrontive... Confrontive? Confrontational? Are those, is confrontive a word? That would be the much more confrontational move. I did not do that, however. I just sat there kind of dealt with it, and then left. Uh, Just kind of took the L, to be honest. Because my third option would have been to roll the window back down and stick my head out and say something. Just talk shit. But by that point, he probably would have been inside. It was a a shorter walk than it would have been to to roll that window down. And um, so, yeah, that third option wasn't an option. And I, I really just, I had to sit with that one. I had to take the L. And... Which I'm kind of glad because my first instinct, which I'm sure this would have been what I yelled if I had ended up yelling back at him because this was the first thing that came to my head to say was, let me see your fucking car, man. But then I thought, yeah, my my car is (laughs) probably not looking much better right now. Shit. So this is my goal. I'm going to pull back up to that Sonic once I get my car repaired or if I get a new car, whatever the deal ends up being. I got to pull back up to that car. Got, to, I got to pull up, do a Sonic order, pull up to whatever stall I want. I'm probably the same stall. I do a better parking job this time, but like I said, I still don't need to pull all the way up to the fucking window. Like I don't have to push that button, and I'm still out of the way of everybody coming into the Sonic. So probably not gonna do that. What I'm gonna do is order my shit, and um, someone will come to bring it, right? And let's just say it's Cody. Cody comes out and brings it. He's like, "Hey, how's it going? This is thank you for choosing Sonic. My name is Cody. Uh, what can I get you started with?" You know whatever the fuck he says, hands me my shit, and I say, you know, I remember you. You're talking about how bad of a parking job I did the other day. Where, where's your car, man? What do you drive? Oh, that busted up fucking Toyota Camry in the back. Oh, that's fucking tough, dude. Oh, this in the glove box. I Oh, uh, the glove box. Oh, this in in the center console and in, in the drink holder. Oh, this was a twenty dollar tip for if anybody brought it out. Except for you yeah, yeah 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 No that's cool No you You have a good day bro That's a nice parking job You got back there With the fucking Flat ass tire I see that Good job bro Just just something Talk talk a bunch of shit Mate, Just I don't know that, that really pissed me off The worst part is that I could not get anything in I couldn't get anything in In retaliation And he just got to walk off Feeling like Feeling like he won that interaction Like yeah I fucking told that dude But that's okay I knew I'd run into some problems driving around in this SUV. I mean, it it doesn't feel the same mean mugging anybody. I'll t- i tell you that. <laughs> From doing it, it, it sitting in a Mustang to doing it sitting in your mom's car. It, it just doesn't feel like it carries the same... Not Not that anybody gives a fuck in the first place, if we're being honest, but I just don't feel the same, like... I don't feel I have the same stature that I do when I'm sitting in the Mustang. Even though I am higher up, I just feel like it's a funny image. This dude sitting in his work clothes, work boots, athletic shorts, and a baggy-ass t-shirt. Fucking driving a mom car. I don't know. Uh, But once again, I am very grateful to be able to have a vehicle to drive around during the week, of course. Because it'd make it a lot fucking harder if I didn't. Um, And I'd like to say I am fucking... I've been calling my insurance and just getting more and more bullshit run around. And the see the worst part is like, I I remember my la- the last time I called them, I was pretty upset. Um, just just from the intro, whenever you call like in, an insurance uh, adjuster or whatever, I, I, you tell them your name. They ask for your quote number. I gave it to them, and then after that, the next pro- step in the process is they ask, all right, just just for verification purposes, can I get your date of birth? And then after you give that, they ask for your zip code. And of course, because I've called them umpteen million times the past couple of weeks, I already know that that's the next step in the process. So after I give my claims number, I was I just kept going with the whole thing. I said my claim number, and I said, and my birthday is August 24th, 2002, and my zip code is 75149. And by the time I would finished it, I could feel that there was like, just seething anger in my voice just bleeding out as I was as I finished saying that so I tried to draw it back a little bit and then she told me what was up with my case and she told me basically that I'd have to wait until this upcoming Wednesday for an answer or for something to move forward and that pissed me off because I could have swore she said that about last Wednesday she said that last time I talked to her and um so I interrupted her right there and I I, I I, I tried not to, but I couldn't not. I was like, uh, uh, I, okay, but you said that last time. And then she said, no, I got this last week. And then I t- I tried to be really professional about it because I realized that it's pretty it was pretty rude to interrupt her, but at the same time I was upset. So I said, I, this is the best way that I could come up with to phrase it in that moment. I said, well, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but I remember the last time we spoke, you said, that by if by this Wednesday, if she hadn't responded, that we would be able to move forward or so, something along that line. So forgive me if I'm wrong, but that's what I remember. And then, you know, of course, well, I might have said blah, 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 blah. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I got, got through with that call, basically got the answer that I need to wait until this Wednesday to find out what the fuck's going on. And I was still pretty upset because... That's not what I want to hear. I want my car to fucking move, of course. And um, I wanted to see about getting a refund for this month of insurance that I'm not fucking driving around. Like, I already paid, I pay every six months in advance because it's cheaper that way and my insurance is expensive as fuck already. So I tried to see if I could get this month back that I'm not even driving, not using my car. So I had her forward me to the next whoever I needed to talk to. It was some. I'm sorry i don't know why i'm burping so much why i'm so gassy right now um, she forwarded me to the next lady in a different department or whatever and i started off the conversation with her still kind of carrying the energy that i had from my previous conversation and this lady was really nice and clearly <laughs> just, just didn't know what was going on and um, i had to bring myself back down uh, because she was nice and helpful and you know i just I didn't want to be a dick to this person. I didn't really want to be a dick to that person in the first place, but they're not doing their shit, and, like, I'm fucking frustrated. I would like my car back. So I'm calling every couple days, seeing what's up, seeing if there's anything I can do. That's always one of my questions. So there's nothing I can do, nothing I can do to speed this up? Like, no, sir, unfortunately, you have to wait. Just some shit like that. And um, so that's how that's been going. And like I said, Mom was out of town all week. And Friday when I was at work, I got a text. Apparently Mom had gotten home. And she was just going off saying it's ridiculous that my car is still in the driveway. All this shit. That I also feel the same way. I also agree with. I also... Yes, it should not still be in the fucking driveway. It should be getting repaired. I understand. And then she says that she's going to take over. She needs... It's her turn now or some, some mom stuff, you know? And so she, I get home and she starts, well, first of all, no, I get home and she's in bed asleep. It's, it's three o'clock. And this is when I made this call to the insurance, this last one. And like I said, I got upset. I tried not to. um. And I feel like I said everything I needed to say, but as soon as, as soon as mom starts talking to me, she's heard me on the phone once with the insurance, so she thinks that I'm very passive. And this, I mean, it was the first week that I was calling them; I was still trying to figure out how everything fucking worked. So she has that image of me on the phone in her mind, I guess, and doesn't believe that I'm getting mad on the phone. That's the weirdest thing. Throughout this whole, throughout this whole shit, like it, it, it just feels like the last thing someone would be telling you to do. Someone would be encouraging you to like, yes, get get mad at those people that do doing their jobs. Get mad on the phone. And I know I agree that you should have a sense of urgency in your voice. It just feels upside down, the whole thing, honestly. But that's just the most frustrating thing I'm dealing with right now, probably. It's just the fact that I did. And like, I remember having to consciously tell myself when I got to the next person, like, okay, this person literally has not shit to do with the whole five, ten minute conversation you just had that you're mad about. So let's draw back a little bit, okay? I remember having to do that. And then for her to like, literally yell at me that I'm not doing what I need to do to get my car back. Oh my gosh. I, I just, like I made that call while she was asleep. My, I had came home, after I got that text, I came home with the intention of making that call with her on the phone next to me or whatever so that she could hear that yeah this is what this is what the deal is this is how I'm going about it this this is this the lay of the land and she was asleep right so I I did that call finished that go on with my day two hours later she gets up and then it's like now it's urgent and she starts yelling at me telling me to give her all the information or whatever it's like you could have you I literally did it in your restroom while you're asleep like you could have been there and then she wants to look at give me a look like it's not my fault. And then and then she starts yelling at me and I I I I have a I get my anger issues from her, okay? If if I'm going to lay it out there, there's a lot of things I get from a mother, good, get a lot of good things, a lot of bad things, but anger issues is one of those things. And I used to I used to pop off really quick uh when I was younger, but I feel like I've gotten it under control for the most part, especially when it comes to dealing with my parents like I used to we used to get into a lot of arguments and shit. feel like it's a lot better now. But she was the point of this is, she was yelling at me. And at first, I was just kind of calmly talking back. Kind of, you know, t- treating it seriously, but not giving in to that raised voice shit. Uh, but then after a certain point, she was just talking over me. Like, I wasn't able to talk at that uh, anymore. So then I had to get louder. That was the only option left. And that felt like shit. I fucking hated that. Just that, like... I said, like, maybe two sentences where I was just straight yelling. And after that, I just had to take a breath. I was like, man, I fucking, you fucking got me to do it. Shit. I was not trying to. And I need to take a drink of water real quick. But god damn it, bro. I just, self-esteem just sunk like a fucking anchor in that second. Let me tell you. Oh. so yeah after i yelled i kind of like I, i'm pretty sure i laughed at myself took a deep breath and then just kind of inverted just you know i she, she she was calling she was doing what she was gonna do i told her they were they were closed and then she found out they were closed so but she's hiring like a, a lawyer or some shit because it's taken too long i don't know anything about that i'm gonna be honest i someone that we know's sister is involved in that shit and they literally happened to come over while we were having this I don't want to call it an argument but while we were having this happen around the house he pulled up and he's like what's what's up with your car? literally (laughs) I opened the door those were the first words out of his mouth what's up with your car? as we were having this out and I was like man not right now And so I, I just went on and did my own thing and came back and she gave me the update. She's like, yeah, so his sister's in, in one of these car injury, whatever, whatever. So, yep, Monday we're filing apparently. So I don't know, dude. It's a whole lot. I did not expect this much to come from hitting this dumb bitch in the ass because she ran a goddamn stop sign. Fucking dumb ass bitch. Oh, my gosh. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> That's all I got to say all right we'll hop off this now one thing I realized this week I don't think stupid people need you need music like need to listen to it like we do we do like I do okay I'm not gonna speak for you but I I, I just kind of assume if you're listening to my podcast you kind of care about music at least a little bit but I feel like if I'm doing something that's medial labor something that's mindless something that is not like I don't have to think about I usually prefer to have music that I'm listening to or uh, a podcast, something going on to drown out the nothingness. But what I've noticed is a new guy and Johnny, Robert, these dudes walk around all, all day, no music playing, nothing. They just listen to the sound of the fucking shop and metal clanging and shit dragging and fucking whatever dog shit music Robert's playing on the radio like. I do not know how to how they do it. Other than, I guess stupid people just don't fucking need to listen to music. They're just in their heads going, uh, duh, all the time. I don't fucking, I don't know, man. But I couldn't do it. That, that's what I know. Um, what I've I've still been uh going to the taqueria for lunch for the most part. Even though I have mom's car, just just because I don't want to drive it around too much. Uh, not not any more than I have to at least. And um, one of the days I, w- I was walking up to the gas station. This dude was sitting outside with these uh, cards in his hand. He's like, excuse me, excuse me. And he stopped me. See, I was walking in at the same time this other dude was walking in. He looked may- maybe 10, 15 years older than me. and But we were walking up at the same time. This dude stopped me, though, so that made me feel a little special. I was like, okay, he sees something in me. He's like, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, you, you like music? I said, music? I'm like, yeah, I like music. He's like, all right, well, I'm having this show tonight at uh, you know, wherever I'm having the show. Hand me the ticket. He's like, it's 25 to get in, but it's five dollars with my ticket. I'm like, all right, bet. Thanks. I took it and I walked in, ordered my tacos. I normally get um, three pastor and two chorizo. They had pastor this time, they didn't one of the days. I was so distraught. Oh my gosh, but ordered my tacos, sat down, started looking at this thing. And, um, you know, it's cool. It's like a little, pretty much a little business card. It says admit one on either side. And they've got like five pictures of dudes. It looks like they're all homeboys, probably. Like one of the dudes, it's just literally his picture, like his artist profile picture, was him taking a selfie with his phone like in a parking lot. I can see the cars in the background. But, you know, it's whatever. People, do what you got to do to get your shit going. If, if you feel like that, at least he's making a step, right? At least he's taking a step, doing something. So props to him. I get my tacos, I walk back outside, and I walk past this dude, and at first, I, I mean, I thought I heard him say sir, but I didn't know for sure, so I just kept walking, and then he said sir again, which this time, for sure, it wasn't me, it wasn't like sir, it was like sir, sir, and I was like, oh, yeah, what's up, and he started telling me about the thing again, he was like, ah, the show tonight is $5 with the ticket, I was like, yeah, you gave me one, bro, and I held it up, and he was like, yeah, the, the ticket's $5, I was like, oh. My my bad, bro. I don't have cash, and I just handed it back to him and started walking back to my job. I'm like, you have a good one. But on the way back, I was just thinking, like, you know that that mindset that I was just getting to, where, hey, he's out there, you know, maybe, maybe this in the bet. Like, how many people are gonna walk into a gas station, take that ticket, and actually go to this show? Maybe not a lot, bro. But the fact that he's out there advertising himself, doing some shit, like he is making a step forward, right? He's doing something. But then the fact that he's charging $5 for that shit that no one is probably going to show up to in the first place just got me thinking. At what point do you not have to respect the hustle? At what point do you sit stand back and say, nah, this is just a fucking stupid idea, all right? And I'm not, I'm not necessarily at that point right now, but it just got me thinking. At what point is this dude just wasting his fucking time sitting outside of a gas station not doing shit, like... If I, if I realistically had to guess, I would say that he sold, like, two of those cards if he sat up there all day. Just, like, maybe he met another cool dude who, who didn't have a lot going on. He's like, all right, bet, bro, bet, bro. Gave him five bucks. Maybe he found, like, a really nice dude. Like, yeah, I, I have five dollars. Here you go, sir. Uh, That's benefit of the doubt, man. It's... I don't know. I think he was better off doing what I thought he was doing is giving out the tickets. And you show up, and then when you show them that, you give them five bucks, and that's how he makes his money. I think that's just bad business plan. I don't know, but yeah. At what point do you not respect the hustle? Who knows? Um, been watching Seinfeld a little bit this week. I say a little bit. That's like that's my show that I'm watching right now. I'm, I just got to season seven, so I've got. Three more seasons to watch, season seven, season eight, season nine. We're getting to a cool place in the show where there's a lot of cameos. There's um, Kitty from that 70s show, which I realize I should look up her name as an actress because I know the other two, I know their names. So Kitty, 70s show, let's see what her name is. Uh, Played by Deborah Jo Rupp. All right, Deborah Joe Rupp was on an episode of Seinfeld. She played a very nervous, very detail-oriented um manager of Jerry's. She ended up getting him kicked off a plane. She she was pretty cool in the role. I like seeing her. Um also Patrick Warburton has been on a few episodes now. He's one of Elaine's boyfriends. He do, doing the whole, <laughs> this shit. He uh he painted his face For a hockey game and to look like a devil, scared the shit out of a a priest, and then she almost broke up with him because he was a face painter. But then he said, I can stop it. I I don't have to do it, Elaine. And and, uh, ended up painting his chest instead, which I don't think is any better, dude. If you're taking your shirt off at a football game, that's fucking disgusting. I know how disgusting those bleachers are. They are just metal. No one has washed, like actually got down and scrubbed those bleachers since they were fucking installed dude that they just hose them off and wish for the best so i know there's some sticky seats out there and these dudes these dudes that take their shirt off at a football game they are not uh um, they're not office dwelling cubicle inhabiting dudes that are uh you know bird chest not a not a single strand of hair on their body no these are the These are like the Sasquatch men that are hairy as fuck, so I know some of them have sat down on these bleachers and gotten all their back hair just all sticky and gunky. and Not worth it, bro. Not worth it. So, uh, yeah, Patrick Warburton's on there, and then um, Patton Oswalt had like a, a really short cameo. He was a store clerk. And I almost did... Like, I thought it was Patton Oswalt at first, but then by the end of it, I was questioning, is that really Patton Oswalt? Because it wasn't... It wasn't a super notable role. It wasn't anything like that. And it was a long time ago. So I had to look it up. But sure enough, it was. And then Larry David has guest, uh, guested. Has, has uh, appeared in a couple episodes as well. And I only know what he looks like. Because I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. Which, like I said last week, next on my list. Really looking forward to it. Also this week, I watched the movie Kids from 1995. Because I saw it on Twitter. It was Someone said that it was released... Um, this day in 1995, a couple of days ago. So I was like, fuck it, this looks cool. And the the screenshot that they posted of the movie was of four little kids sitting there smoking a joint. So I was thinking, this looks like a pretty cool fucking movie. So I'll watch it. And, um, you know, I really don't see the hype. And I'll tell you why I think that is after I talk about the movie. Because I have a little theory, but it just felt like... Like I had to lean into the movie to really like it for the first however long because it starts off with this kid spoiler alert, I guess I'm gonna talk about this movie kids there's actually a YouTube video on it if you'd rather watch that it's uh thirteen minutes long it's it's called um disturbing Breakdown. I don't remember who it's by, but it's a uh, it's a pretty good little youtube video. The dude's funny it's it's mostly just the way he says shit like he was talking about um like. This, this movie, there's a lot of underage kids having sex, trying to uh, portray like what, what the life of a teenager was like in the 90s, especially in New York. And so he said something like, these kids be fucking. <laughs> it's just the way he phrased it and like, his tone and everything. Um, but if you don't want to watch this whole movie, that's a pretty good video to get an idea of what I'm talking about. But the main character is this dude named Telly, and he likes to fuck there's a monologue at the end of the movie where he talks about how much he likes to fuck he says once you find that one thing you like you just you you have to stick with it and for me that's fucking if i can't fuck i might as well be dead like literally that like that serious talking about that shit it's, it's fucking ridiculous but the movie starts out with him fucking this like girl who's way younger than him because that's what he's into he's into virgins he's into taking their virginity and if if you're, you're kind of wondering if that's the case for him like if that's why he's into it you don't have to wonder for very long because after he's done doing this he goes downstairs leaves the building his homeboy is right there on the curb waiting for him because he knew his dog was up there dogging out some girl and um, he tells him about it and they talk about it in excruciating detail and it just feels so fucking immature. It, like, it literally feels like I'm hanging around some 14-year-olds, and they're trying to, like, sound cool by talking about the, the fact that they fucked or had sex, even though they haven't. It, they're, they're just like, man, I bet she was good, man. Yeah, man, she was so good. Like, it was... It was and, bro, I hate his voice, dude. Telly, it sounds like he's literally talking out of the side of his fucking mouth the whole movie, dude. The whole movie is like... <laughs> like, open up your fucking mouth. Holy shit, dude. But anyway, we um a little bit later, we, we we're introduced to some girls, and we're introduced to a girl named Ginny, who apparently Telly slept with two years ago. It's the only guy she slept with. He took her virginity, obviously, because he's fucking weird, and that's what he's into. And um, it shows her and this other girl going to get uh, tested for STDs, She's, she's The other girl's way more active. She's really just going for some moral support. They get the results back. And this girl, uh, Jenny, who has ba- only done it once with Telly, has AIDS. Yes, that is correct. She has contracted the HIV virus. And um, that's really where the plot in the movie begins. And that's like 30 minutes in. So <laughs> it's kind of a slow... It, the, the movie just feels lackadaisical. It's kind of not in a hurry to get anywhere, which I kind of like. It kind of adds, I mean, it's a, its own feel, but yeah, that this is the plot of the movie. Telly has AIDS, and he likes to fuck virgins and give them AIDS. I don't know that he knows if he has AIDS or not because the movie doesn't ever specifically address that. What I do remember is at one point, uh, Telly and Casper, that's his friend's name, who I did like, but I will get, I will talk about that later. Um they were hanging out with all their boys or whatever, and one of them starts talking about AIDS, like, yo man, I'm not gonna get that shit. I'm not gonna die from that. And uh I I'm pretty sure the camera looked at Telly and he had like a weird look on his face, like, God damn, I hope they don't know I have AIDS. So it's possible that he knows and he's just going around spreading it. It never addresses it, I don't think, specifically. But anyway, I digress throughout this movie, um Ginny is basically at this point the 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 plot, the mission the story Ginny's trying to find telly before he fucks this next girl whose name is Darcy, who's also way too young for him, who um yeah, it's just kind of awkward bro, and uh there there's some cool moments of this movie though i won't i'm I'm just saying all the bad stuff so far, like the stuff where all the guys are hanging out bullshitting that that's all pretty fun it's all good times they're There's a part where they're skating and this dude, uh, Casper accidentally bumps into this dude because he's just walking in the middle of a skate park. An area completely designated for skating. There's skaters everywhere. Like, the way this, the route that this dude was taking, you would, you would, going into it, you know that you'd have to, like, avoid a few people, walk around a few people. They're fucking skating. And so Casper accidentally bumps into this dude. He's like, oh, my bad, bro, my bad. And the dude's like, watch where you're skating, being a cunt. And so Casper, um, knowingly, why is that the word that comes to mind, knowingly, um, god damn it, what is it when it's like fucking, as he should, that, that's, that's the best I can come up with right now, uh, ju- justified, justifyingly, fuck, I'm just losing it at this point, uh, Casper, as he should, steps back like, what the fuck you mean, walk where I'm skating, bitch, watch where you're walking, and so the... The dude uh, gets all in uh, Casper's face, he pushes Casper, and then one of Casper's homies comes up, because they were at a skate park, comes up and just smacks him in the back of the head with a skateboard, and they all beat his ass, kick the shit out of him, and jump him and all this shit. And I watched the Disturbing Breakdown video on YouTube, and they he was talking about feeling bad for this dude because he got jumped, but that's the one place where I differ from that YouTube video, that from that, excuse me, from that YouTuber's opinion that dude started talking shit that dude started fucking around he instigated walking through the middle of a skate park homie there were more more important things to be doing and smarter things to be doing too and so i think he definitely deserved that beating another thing that kind of showed the age of this movie and how it how it's aged poorly it's kind of stale is um when they were hanging out in the skate park like this gay couple walked by and they all just instantly started fucking making fun of them, calling them fucking slurs, all this shit, making fun of them for the way they're dressed. And the, the part that kind of surprised me about that is, like, one of the dudes was jacked. He was wearing some... All right, I'll admit, like, I would never make fun of someone out loud for the what they're wearing, but I would look at him and judge him. This dude was... He, he was, like, showing some skin. It, it was, like, a leathery kind of thing going on. Pretty sure his... Uh, pectoral muscles were out, but at the same time, like I said, this dude looked jacked. If I was rocking a body like that, I'd want to show it off too, shit. But um, I felt like he could have just walked over and beat the dog shit out of all those kids back to back. Like that one dude that got jumped, he wasn't even half as ripped as this one dude was. So I honestly feel like he was the hero of the story here. Because um, he, he held himself back. And, and the dude he was with too was like, don't look at him, just don't look at him, honey, or whatever, and um, that was the low point of the movie, where I really didn't like any of the kids, because that shit sucks, but it's a mark of the times, I'm not going to sit here and get pissed off at the movie about it, Um. so I guess I'm giving you a movie summary at this point, so eventually they get to the party. There's a there's a pool scene where a lot of you know adolescent shit is happening. There there are two girls, three dudes, all messing around. The girls start making out with each other. The dudes are like, "Let me kiss you, please. Let me kiss you. My dick's hard. <laughs> please, just touch it." <laughs> None of that happens. Um, Telly's still working, playing his game on Darcy, like, "I love you. You'll love it. I swear. You'll you'll love it. Just do it with me." They end up at a party. Um Ginny ends up there but too late. She actually walks in right as Telly is penetrating this girl. You like close the door. Close the door. We're getting busy. <laughs> she closes the door and it's already too late. And um she was on a lot of drugs and shit from a different party and she sits down and kind of passes out. And this is where this is this was the worst part of the movie. I can say without a doubt. So this is where Casper who has been my favorite character in the movie so far because he's funny. He's not walking around trying to fuck underage girls. He's not really... It doesn't seem like a bad person up until now. There was a homeless person at, at some point who had no legs. He was singing about it. He was I have no legs, and then shaking his cup. I have no legs. Rolling around on a skateboard. Casper gave him money. He put money in his jar... He, um, There was a, a girl hanging outside one of his homeboy's buildings. They had stolen peaches. Casper gave her a peach. Like Casper seems like the good guy of this duo until the last ten minutes of the movie where he wakes up, drinks all the alcohol that he can find, and then sits down next to Jenny, puts his hand in his pants, so I think he's about to start rubbing one out, which in itself is fucking gross, and I'm like, bro, come on, be better than this. And then he does more than that, doesn't stop there, and um he takes advantage of her against her will. she's passed out, obviously that is no you you cannot give consent in that state, and um, yeah, he takes advantage of her, he fucking rapes her for way too long, like way too long. this is the last this is the last thing that you see in the movie pretty much. I mean, after after this scene, there's, like, some some picture shots as the credits roll. And as Telly's saying that, I love fucking. If I don't have fucking, I have nothing. He's saying that shit. But this is, like, the last scene that the movie leaves you on. And, dude, it's, like, five fucking minutes long. Or if it's not, it sure fucking feels like it. Because by the point that, like, you kind of get the idea of what he's doing, what what's happening, the shitty horrible thing that's happening that he's about to do to this girl and then it happens and you're watching it and you're like okay all right i get what he's doing i see it mm-hmm. yep C- can we get to something else now can we can we get to something else now and i was watching this at work i was watching this movie at work and cullen was next to me working and then as this was happening like i i'd been telling him about the movie up until now because i was seeing if he'd seen it or not and he hadn't so i was kind of filling him in like yeah this dude's going around just giving everybody aids And so he kind of knew who the girl was and her story and whatnot. So we were watching this last bit together as Casper sat down on the couch. So at least I wasn't alone experiencing this. We were both like, nah, he's not going to. Oh, oh, bro, no, stop, bro. Fucking. And it went on for way too long. But honestly, I kind of I think there is an intention in that. And it's that somewhere through the shock of watching him just defile this girl and take advantage of her somewhere in that shock of the horrible shit that's going on you realize what's coming to him he just gave himself aids and i i will admit that like normally that's something that like he gave himself aids that's something that, to laugh about and like get happy about when it's a bad dude but even in the moment when i realized it I was still I still wanted something more instant to happen. Like I wanted her to wake up and chop his dick off or I wanted someone to see him doing that and be like, "Hey man, what the fuck? That's not fucking cool." I wanted something more immediate to happen because just the fact that he is going to end up getting AIDS like wasn't enough for me in that segment because fuck. That was just disgusting like it. So I guess that's why they made that scene go on too long because everybody realizes shit at at a different speed and so at some point you're supposed to go, Oh fuck. He just fucked himself too. But nah. We 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 knew what was happening, fam. You could have cut it. <laughs> like three minutes earlier. But uh I think the the main reason that I am not such a huge fan of this movie, everybody praises it for um just the feeling of like, man, this is, everybody in the comments was like, Man, this is how we grew up back in the day, bro. This is exactly how it was for us. All this shit. And I think the reason that I don't really like this movie too much is because I've seen mid-90s. And that gave me the same fucking feel, the same kind of aesthetic of everything going on, the music that they put in the movie, the the skating culture, like the, the story of this kid like growing up kind of fucked up and dealing with his shit and going through some fucked up shit but coming out better because of it. I'm pretty sure he came out better because of it. Without the fucking rape. I didn't need that shit, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, that was like the main fucking thing where I'm like, nah bro, it it just went on for too long, and um, yeah, mid-90s gives me all that like good nostalgic feeling, even though I never experienced the 90s, it gives me that good shit without any of the fucking disgusting shit too, I mean there's a lot of bad stuff, like the... All right, spoiler alert for mid 90s, which I do think you should watch. So skip fucking 15 20, 30 seconds ahead if you don't want to hear this, but the the main character is like 12 and he ends up having sex with like a 16 or 18 year old girl, which is weird. At no part no part in the movie was I thinking like, yeah, this is normal, but I do realize that from a 12 year old or 13 year old's perspective, it's like, god damn, you know, he just fucking scored. That's fucking cool. Hell yeah for him. It not it's not the same energy as when a guy is trying to fuck a lot of underage girls and it's not like the it's not like it wasn't very predatory in mid 90s either it was kind of just like at a party or some shit but not not trying to not the point I was getting at what I was getting at is mid 90s is a much better movie gives you the same feel and it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't feel like it's vulgar just to be fucking vulgar like just to stand out, which I get. Me and Colin were talking about, it. the 90s was a good time for movies because of that. Like a lot of people were breaking out of those like, "Oh, you can't show this on TV." So that's great, but I just feel like in some instances this movie went the wrong way about that. Um, especially cuz the story feels so fucking shitty, dude. It feels like <laughs> It feels like like if I was going to compare a story to like a walk in the park, this feels like when you wake up half drunk on the couch and you're like stumbling to your fridge. That's the story that this was like really awkward, not very well put together. And but what we got there eventually. Right. So that's kids. Um, what else we got? I watched a YouTube video about Joey Jordison, how good of a fucking drummer he is. Um, rest in peace, dude. I didn't know Joey Jordison was dead. That fucking sucks, dude. Uh, great drummer. I mean, he drums on all this Slipknot shit I listen to, so, um, I actually got sad after I, after I learned that, because, I mean, it's the same shit with MF Doom, like, you go around listening to their shit, thinking they're still alive, and then you find out they're not, and it's like, oh, damn, it make, I mean, it really makes no difference on how I, I take in the music, or any, any part of my life, but just knowing that they're fucking not out there anymore, it. I don't know. It's melancholy in a way. It just strikes a certain uh, tone of sadness with me. But he's just crazy, bro. He was so good. Like, he plays so fast with such precision. And he does it all in long sleeves, long pants, and a fucking mask with long-ass hair. Like, I can only imagine the, the like, metric volume of sweat that his his upper lips have produced. Like, I'm pretty sure he had a beard, too, under that mask. That's... Crazy. I, I couldn't even imagine that because when I'm out in the garage, I'm fucking in my underwear and nothing else playing. And I come in with like hair dripping, soaked in sweat, my face just covered. So, dude was a trooper for real. And I watched, um, they showed some of his video, some of his interviews and stuff in the video. And he seemed like a really positive dude. Like, he was talking about how, if I remember correctly, I could be misphrasing or whatever, but the the energy of it was yeah i'm going to keep like listening to other shit and taking in from that i'm going to keep learning like y- you can never stop getting better shit like that and um i he just he seemed like and and the dude um the dude that was making the video too uh, he had a cool connection to him he uh actually drummed with him he drummed in his band for a little bit and then um they, uh, he said one time he was playing drums on stage before them. He was oh, his band was opening up for Slipknot, and he looked over and Joey was looking at him with just a big ass smile on his face, and uh, he said that was a that was a memory he'll never forget. And so I guess that that kind of reinforces like he just he seemed like a really nice guy, really positive and shit. And the the guy making the YouTube video was talking about how he he was just like a huge icon in the world of drumming, and he feels like he got a lot of kids started on drumming just by getting them interested in it, whether it be the mask, the fucking loud and aggressive music, whatever. And um, I just feel like there couldn't have have been anyone better if if he is how he seemed like he was. He seemed like a really cool, really nice dude, so. Rest in peace, Joey Jordison. Uh, If you haven't heard any of his shit, listen to Slipknot, dude. Just the first album, Iowa, any of their shit, dude. It's great. So... Yeah, that was one thing. Uh listen to Mary J. Blige, what's the four one one? Crazy nice vocals on that. I liked every song. If you want some chill R and B, like uh not 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 anything with too much going on. It's pretty nice. She's got crazy nice vocals and um I think my favorite song on this was Sweet Thing. But one thing that I one one little special thing about Mary J. Blige, she's got her. I'm not sure how to phrase this. What I d k someone that I really like to listen to. He made a cover of um Gravity by Brent Fayez and uh is it Fayez or Fayez, dude? I don't know. And I hate I hate walking around talking and saying stuff not knowing if I'm saying it the right way or not because I do not like to sound like a dumbass, dude. Like sometimes someone will, like dad messed up a word at dinner the other day and I tried in the most polite way to tell him like, "Hey, it's it's not said like this. You say it like this. And because because I know, I, I don't want him to say it around the wrong person. They think, oh, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. So I try to say it in the most polite way possible. And I think he picked up on my intentions, but he was still kind of annoyed. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was pretty apologetic about it. But Britt Fayez or Fayez, dude, I don't know. Either way, he covered that song, and in it he, he sung... Um, what what is it? It's not transposed. What interpolated? That's when they use the lyrics of another song in their song. He interpolate, interpolated all night long by Mary J. Blige, and I didn't even know. I didn't know that was her song to begin with. But um, uh, Mesley actually put put me onto that. I think she was like, oh, I recognize this shit. So that was fucking cool. Um, so that's a little special thing about uh MJB her na- her song Mary Jane all night long was interp- interpolated in IDK's cover of Gravity. And if you haven't heard that, I'm not going to lie, I think I do like it better than the original. I like his flow, I like that little now that I know what it is, I like that little MJB section, like it's pretty nice. And um Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it for this week. Oh, 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 oh. I went in the shower one day this week and there was like a bottle A pretty big bottle of shampoo. It was it was circular. It was about a like a liter, honestly, pretty bigger than normal. And I turned, I spun around and looked at it, and it said "fucking mane and tail," and then under that it said "and body shampoo." And there, there's a picture of two fucking horses on it. This was sitting in the shower, where like around the body wash and shit, and um. I don't know what the deal was with that, but I was not finna use that shit, dude. If it's got and body like people are the next thing under animals on this shampoo that they're advertising, I, that's not that's not something I want to use on my body, dude. I'm going to start like I don't know, I'm going to start needing to eat carrots and oats and fucking get that get a special big ass brush for my hand just just to polish my shit down, dude. I don't know. I even looked on the back to see, like, what it said, if there were any warnings, and they had instructions for washing an animal and cleaning an animal's hair, and then, under that, they had instructions for a human's hair. Like, dude, I am not trying to wash my shit with no fucking horse scrub, alright? This is... (laughs) So, I I saw that. I don't know if they they were washing the dog in the shower or what, but I said, nope, I am not using that. So, every day now uh every 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 day now since then during my shower when it comes time to shampoo my shit which for me I do it at the end I don't know about you I don't know if there, I'm going to be judged for that I don't know if there's a set shower standard showers set of standard procedures or whatever that I'm supposed to follow but I do it I wash my body and then I wash my hair and then I wash my face and then I get the fuck out so when it, every time it's come time to wash my hair instead of using whatever's in the shampoo pump, because at this point I'm, wear, I'm weary, I don't trust it. I saw this bottle in the sink, because we have three pumps that we put all our soap into, a shampoo one, a conditioner one, and a soap one, and then we fill it up so we don't need to worry about the bottles being in the way. But ever since I've seen this bottle in there, I don't know if that's what's filling up the shampoo thing. So I've had to open the shower door, go to the cabinet, and get the, get the good soap out of the bottle that I know is fucking legit. It smells like peaches. It's good shit. I've done this every shower since this day. Why Why haven't I just gotten out the bottle and set it in the shower, do you ask? Because I'm selfish, and I know that if I do that, the kids are going to use that too, and it's going to go out even faster. So I'm taking care of me, alright? And just in case that fucking mane and tail and body shampoo is in that fucking pump, squirter, whatever, I'm gonna avoid it i do not want fucking horsehair shampoo going through my hair dude i have standards all right it's just like for the longest i wouldn't let my mom cut my hair because i didn't want to see what that would turn out like i i was always you know take me to the take me to the haircut place which thinking back she just took me to the fucking um what's it called she just took me to the fucking great clips down the street so that's really not any better (laughs) That's like, instead of getting, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's like, that's like you have your son mowing the lawn every week, but you're scared that he's going to do a bad job. So you say you're going to go and get a professional to do it. But instead of hiring a company to come and do it, you just hire like someone else's kid who walks around the block, knocking on doors, mowing lawns. Like that's not, it's not really a grade above what you're already going to get. But I I don't know. I, I hope that was a good fucking metaphor. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week. Not a whole lot going on uh because I don't have a car. <laughs> that's how it's been. That's how it's going to be for a little bit longer, but we're still chilling. Still chilling. Um I want to see say rest in peace J D Youngin. He got killed the other day. I do not listen to him, but that senseless violence, bro, it's just it's shitty to hear about, man. I really wish here I go. Here I go on my soapbox. I really wish that shit wasn't necessary. Like that shit I mean, I don't think it is, but I wish it wasn't so intertwined with a lot of the music I like to listen to. And um you know what? I I might have gotten around to listening to him, but now I really I don't want to because if he's fucking some shit that I like, it's gonna be like, Well, <laughs> this is all there is, so I hope you fucking like it. Just pretty shitty, bro. He was sitting next to his dad. That was the whole... That was... Excuse me. God fucking damn it. That was the story that I heard. um, Or that I read. He was sitting on the porch with his dad. Some people pulled up and just fucking shot him. It's tough. It was uh, Dolph's birthday recently, too. Happy birthday, Dolph. Rest in peace. Another one that should not be fucking gone, dude. Oh... <sighs> Oh well, now that I've gotten y'all all depressed right before the end. <laughs> y'all have a great week. Take it easy. Um give someone a compliment, dude. I try to give compliments out whenever I think about them, whenever it's genuine. Uh the last time it happened, I was at Bucky's. It was when I was coming up from Austin. I was walking past this dude, and you know when you walk past someone, they just got a different energy than everybody else. Like everybody walks around and it's just like, yeah, that's everybody. And you see someone walking, it's like, Okay, they're they're feeling themselves today, or maybe they're having a really shitty day, or there's something about their outfit, but this dude's different. And I walk past one of those dudes and I look down and he has some pretty nice shoes on. But I didn't notice it until I was about like we were walking past each other. I was leaving the Buckies, he was entering the buckies. I didn't really notice that his shoes were kinda really nice until I was about even with him. Like we were just then passing each other. I could have reached out and fucking shoulder checked him. But it was by that point that I realized he had nice shoes. So as I passed him, I tried turning around and saying, Hey, bro, I like your shoes. And I pointed at his shoes so that if he noticed me, he'd know I was talking to him and his clean-ass shoes. But he didn't. So it is what it is. I tried to give a compliment. It didn't work. It doesn't always. But you know what? When it does, you know that person's going to remember that. At least if they're a dude. <laughs> Dudes don't give get compliments for shit, bro. I... I can probably count on two on one hand, if not two, the amount of compliments I've received on like an outfit or... I can remember specifically what it was. You know, the last compliment I got was on my rings. I was at the mall with Eileen, and we were checking out somewhere, I think, like Urban Outfitters or some shit, and they were talking about my rings, and that was really nice. Before that, it was probably my Hypeland jacket that, that has all the bleach characters on it, because that's the nicest thing I own, and that's pretty much all I've gotten compliments on ever. So, I... <laughs> There's my point right there, dude. If you give someone a compliment, especially a dude, especially if you're a girl and you give a dude a compliment, they're going to remember that shit for, like, the next five years. So <clears throat> make the world a better place. Give out a compliment. doesn't have to be, hey, bro, you got a big cock. I can see that shit poking through your shorts. I can see the indent. You know, it doesn't have to be anything like that. Just, hey, I like your hair. Hey, nice shoes. Yo, dope-ass shirt. Where'd you get that? Easy shit, dude. And, of course, as always... Yes, ma'am. No, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. And hold the fucking door for people, all right? It's not that hard. Hold the door for people. All right. Take it easy. Have a great week. Later.